Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. From a sermon by a Father Among the Saints, Cyril of Alexandria. The sense of the parable of the unjust steward is something like this. The God of all wills that all men should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For this reason he also gave the law for a help, according to the expression of the prophet. And the law in such passages, we say, means not, of course, that which was ministered by Moses, but rather the whole inspired scripture, by means of which we learn the path which leads straight unto every good and saving thing. The Lord of all, therefore, requires us to be thoroughly constant in our exercise of virtue, and to fix our desires upon the better and holy life, setting ourselves free from the distractions of this world, and from all love of riches, and of the pleasures which wealth brings, that we may serve him constantly, and with undivided affections. For he also says, by the harp of the psalmist, Be constant, and know that I am God. And further by his own mouth, the Saviour of all says to those who possess worldly riches, Sell your possessions and give alms. Make for you purses that grow not old, a treasure forever, unfailing in heaven. Now the commandment is indeed for our salvation, but the mind of man is very weak, fixed constantly, so to speak, upon things which are of earth chiefly, and unwilling to withdraw itself from the delight of riches. It loves vain boasting, is soothed much by the praises of flatterers, longs for beautiful equipments, and counts nothing better than temporal honor. And knowing this, the Saviour has himself somewhere said of them, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And further, that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man into the kingdom of God. For as long as a man lives in wealth and pleasure, he is careless about piety to God. For wealth renders men contemptuous, and sows in the minds of those that possess it the seeds of all voluptuousness. Is there then no way of salvation for the rich, and no means of making them partakers of the hope of the saints? Have they fallen completely from God's grace? Is hell and the fire necessarily prepared for them such as is the fitting lot of the devil and his angels? Not so, for the Saviour has shown them a means of salvation in the present parable. They have been entrusted with worldly wealth by the merciful permission of Almighty God, according nevertheless to his intention that they have been appointed stewards for the poor. But they discharge not their stewardship rightly in that they scatter, so to speak, what has been given them of the Lord. For they wasted solely on their pleasures, and purchased temporal honors, not remembering God, who says, Thou shalt open wide thy mercy unto thy brother, even to him that hath need of thee. Nor, moreover, Christ himself, the Saviour of all, who says, Be merciful, even as your Father who is in heaven is merciful. It is an act, therefore, that becomes the saints, and is worthy of perfect praises, and that wins the crowns above, to set no store by earthly wealth, but distributing it among those who are in need, to gather rather that which is in heaven, 
and obtain purses that grow not old, and possess a treasure that faileth not. And next in order comes the employment of a sort of artifice, so as to obtain for those friends who are especially near unto God, by giving them some portion of their wealth, and comforting the many who are afflicted with poverty, that so they may share what is theirs. And something of this sort, the very wise Paul also advises, saying unto those who love wealth, Let your abundance be for their want, that their abundance also may be for your want. 